Oh yeah. Let's from from talking about one Bill to the other. Exactly. Bill Withers and Bill Evans would have been a cool mix. I would love to hear um a Bill Evans version of Lean on Me. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Okay. Or l- lovely day. Yeah, but we're yeah. doing Use Me. Oh yeah. Yes. Dude, okay. So good. Acoustic guitar rocks. Yes. In the right. Clap. Right there. In the left. In the left. My friend. Great vocal. Like one of the best all time. Like if you told me Stevie Wonder was on drums, I'd fucking believe it. I'd fucking believe it. Like, dude, it's just so in there. It's great. I like that he just goes up there, like he gets that voice goes up and that dynamic lift. And I like this move in the chorus by bringing the chorus down. Right. Yeah, I want to drop the beat right here. <laughs> I need a few more drops. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But Bill Withers kind of loves the the down chorus because he's the. I think he might be the OG Ain't No Sunshine, which yeah. does that I know, I know, yeah. the same kind of thing. I love how the rhythms of the clav and acoustic are, are so different from each other. It's a weird fucking song when you listen to it critically. Yeah. That's just what we were talking about a minute ago upstairs. Like, yeah. This is just great. It's just a great vibe. But then when you start pulling it apart, it becomes, you're like, oh, this is actually cool. Yeah. yeah. not to let you just walk on me. The bass sounds great too. I know, and I'm sure it's doing its job so well yeah. that I, I wasn't even like I didn't, it, I didn't even hear it I until a second ago. I, I was like, oh, nice. <laughs> I like how you can like hear the strings on it. Yeah, like you can hear it, and of course it goes away. Is there like good? I feel like his vocal sounds awesome. I know it sounds like a nice big plate reverb. Yeah, almost. yeah, yeah. Until you use me up. <laughs> yeah, that little move right there. Yeah. That's what I was going to talk about when we get into like dominant chords. Yeah, and it's like not like this drums just keep going. I know. There's like a fill, but it's the same fill every yep. time, so that just makes it a part, I guess. I like that. Yeah, now it's a part. And then you act real rude to me. Like, I love that lyric. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the little hand clap Ooh. there. And I'm like on weird beats. I know. There we go. Now he brings it up high for this last chorus. And like that bass is in there, kind of. Really low in the mix. I kind of like that. Yeah, you know, it was really weird. It's like at that part, like you could hear the squeaking yeah. of the foot pedal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was really cool. This is a great. This song is a great um, example of 
how to make a lot, uh, like, less seem like a yeah. lot. Yeah, there's no other instruments. There's not really a lot of instruments, there's not really a lot of parts. The song's only two goddamn chords. I know. It's fucking epic. It's very, uh, so what of, uh... Yeah. <laughs> I wonder if Bill Withers and Miles Davis ever met. Probably. Definitely. I probably. Um, welcome to Listen to This, a podcast where we explore songs we like. We research what they mean, how they were recorded, why they were written, why we like them, and why you should listen to this. Um, make sure you're checking us out on Patreon. We got a lot of cool episodes on there. <laughs> Thanks to all of our supporters, the zero of them at yep. the time of this recording. Yeah, right. That's okay. One one day. Yeah. Maybe UMG will be uh, Patreon. <laughs> 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 I'm talking shit. I'm sure they got somebody who scrubs it. Yeah, probably. It's like, oh, today we're talking about the R&B classic, Use Me, by the legendary Bill Withers. It was released in August of 1972 and peaked at number one on the charts and eventually was certified gold. It's been covered by tons and tons of artists, um, including Chef from South Park. Yep. Yeah. I think Chef himself, not Isaac Hayes, like the character Chef. Yeah. 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 <laughs> exactly. Uh, it's sad that he's not on South Park anymore. I know. Who's your favorite South Park character i mean it depends season to season yeah i feel yeah. like at certain seasons certain characters have like that's their fair, moments that's fair like early cartman crushes i love early cartman and early randy randy takes I, over mid, midway mm-hmm. through midway through is when yeah. i like randy I, i've become a butters guy yeah like butters has his moments. watch the one with him where he runs the 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 uh kissing yeah business yes yes <laughs> do yes, you yes, know yes. what i'm saying <laughs> Um, it features, uh, this song was written by Bill Withers, who wrote all of his own songs, including the classic, uh, Ain't No Sunshine, mm-hmm. Lovely Day, Lean On Me, Just the Two of Us. Dude mm-hmm. had a really nice thing going on. Mm-hmm. Um, it's pretty interesting. He was not a musician when he was, like, younger. Mm. He was a, he was, like, a maintenance person in the Air Force, ah. working on planes. Mm. And I think, like, around age 30-something, he was just, like... I picked up a guitar. I wanted to be a musician, so I did it. Shit. And it's like, I remember watching his documentary, which has a great title, Still Bill. And nice. it was just like, man, this dude. And he was like, would say shit like, I don't know the keys of anything. Like, I, this could be an ice cream major, <laughs> for all I know. And it's like, he definitely knew some stuff. <laughs> you got to um, know some stuff. But yeah, I mean, he has something within him, I think. Yeah. And like, some people do. Like, it's not about what you learn. It's about who you are sometimes, which is interesting. But he didn't. He he did a lot with a little. Yeah. Um, Use me features keyboardist Ray Jackson, nice bassist Melvin Dunlop, guitarist Benorse Blackman, and drummer James Gadsden. It's your L.A. Rams. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's your Denver Broncos. <laughs> According to James Gadsden, he played the Use Me groove for about five minutes before Withers almost improvised the complete song. Yeah. That's crazy. He just went in and cut like this whole song. Yeah. Yeah. That's very, it's like similar to like, uh, what is it? The Is it um, Benny Goodman who did the Stand By Me? Yeah. It was like the, de- like he, it wasn't even supposed to be his song or something. Yeah, he went for, in there and demoed that's it. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's the, something like that. It was supposed to be the Drifter song. That's right. And he's, and he's just like, oh, they, they didn't show up to the studio. Yeah. He just did it. Some people just have it in them. They just have, they can just turn I, it on. I, I, to me, I think that actually makes for a better, more compelling song because mm-hmm. it's like a complete thought as mm-hmm. opposed to like something you kind of slaved away on. Right. And that just always is like more, has more life to it. It doesn't necessarily mean it's better. Right. But I do think like, 
it would have been very easy to overdo this song. Right. Like almost any bit more and it might have just become. Too much. Yeah, just like, oh, no, cool, cool, whatever. It's got a thing. Yeah. But, so even with those claps, they brought them in. They're probably like, all right, too much. Yeah, yeah, they, yeah. They don't get coming back. <laughs> I, you'll love this. Um, Withers has mentioned that they rehearsed in Gadsden's garage and, quote, we cut that whole Still Bill album in eight hours for $7,500. I loved that band. What year is this? Uh, 72. So they probably recorded it in 70, yeah. 71. Man, I wonder what $7,500 is in like 1970s money. Ooh, we can look that up. Let's check that out. Let's yeah, convert. Yeah. Like, is there like a inflation calculator? Sure I, in 1972 money now. Uh, Google's fun. You can just spew nonsense. And, and, and it gets it. it. Oh, actually, wow. It's kind of a lot. $53,140.73. That's so crazy. Wow. I don't understand inflation, though, because it's like the same value. It's just the number changed. Right? Fuck. We got to get Matt back in here. We have so many questions. I know. We have so many questions. But but does that make sense? Like, it's the same. If, if, If that much back then is worth that much now then it's worth the same. So why do we even change the number in the first place? It is, this is over my head. <laughs> I know. Let's just talk about recording vocals. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so his vocal sounds really uh, natural, but there is something cool going on. Like, right. wh- How do you sneak an effect in? You have to sneak an effect in, in the space. And I love like when he opens up and you can hear that reverb tail mm, yeah, at the yeah. end. It's so nice. It's so nice. But the voice, it seems so natural and so full because there's nothing competing with it. Yeah. Literally nothing. It's almost as if he's like literally playing the song like to you by himself. It's like acoustic panned out right. Yeah. Clap, panned out left, drum and bass, and then bam, his I, vocal. I wonder why we got away from hard panning. I guess it was the only way to pan at some point. There was a time where you could only do left, center, right yeah, panning. Yeah. But also, um, productions became more dense. Mm-hmm. And like you, ha- and there is like there are the spots in between the center and the left and the right where like things do fit. It's like it's like panning is so strange because it's based on like phase. It's really strange how, like, when you pan things, certain things pop out. It's just really bizarre. Yeah, because if the stuff, like, I don't know, this track just doesn't go as hard, I feel like, if the if there's more information kind of in the middle. Yeah, like, if you had, like, an, an electric guitar, like, yeah, you know, yeah. it just changes the whole song. So I love this acoustic guitar um, yeah. because it feels, and I would say this about the, the, the clap, too, it all feels like a rhythm. Yeah. It doesn't really sound yeah, like somebody's right. playing chords. Right. And, you know, there's only two chords in the song. We'll get right. into that in a minute. But I wanted to ask you, like, complex rhythms mm-hmm. or, like, not, like, complex, like, 9-8, whatever. <laughs> that you like, know, tool songs. Yeah, yeah. Like, not complicated time signatures, but just multiple rhythms working against each other. Right. Offset with, like, a steady bass line. Right. Which is, like, what this song kind of exactly. is. Exactly. Um, why do, right. we, why do human beings love that shit so much? I have no idea. I mean, I think it, go crazy it could that. stem yeah. from like our like primitive, like, uh, like, you know, how, whatever, like homo sapiens, whatever. Yeah. Cause when you think about like <laughs> ancient peoples, it was all rhythm based, yeah. but it's not all the same rhythm. Like if you listen to like drum tribes playing the drums, it's like tons of different, different rhythms yeah, yeah. playing at the same time. And so maybe that just like keys into like some primitive thing that's in our yeah. brains that say like, oh, we like this. Yeah, you know? I mean, I think it does that. I also am like, I think it's cool because it lets you explore, like rhythm is supposed to, we think of rhythm as something steady. Yeah. But 
when it's complicated like this, it feels kind of unsteady. Right. But if you throw that baseline in, it makes you feel safe. So it's right. almost like a way to like explore dangerous ideas. Right. But like you still feel like you have that security blanket of like a good baseline. Exactly. And when you think of the drum lines, yeah. there are the guys that are playing the bigger drums that kind of hold down yeah. the the pulse of like wherever where everyone else is going. Yeah, it's interesting. So you 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 said you could like hear the squeak of like the kick pedal. Yeah. So like, do you are are you a person who like wishes they would clean stuff like that off records? Or Not do you off like something some like of this. That? Yeah, I mean if it if it's good, all yeah. every part of it that's in it is yeah. good. Like I've definitely yeah. left a kick squeak in some songs. Yeah. And um, where do you stand on like guitar fret movement noises? Like the screeches? Like yeah, the yeah, sh- yeah. If it hurts, it's got to come out. You <laughs> yeah. know, if it's one of those where it's like a jarring, then it's got to come yeah, out. Yeah, it feels like there's always a lot of those. I know. On, um, all those like pop punk, but it's with all the effects on it, it's kind of cool. Yeah, exactly. But yeah, I was wondering how you feel about that. What about like weird G E R D vocal noises? Like, <laughs> you just like clean up a bunch of like d- snotty sounds. Right, right. Yeah. Or like, people like having food <laughs> yeah i was thinking when Drinks. i had my my bowl of oatmeal i was like this is some asmr there you go there here. you go yeah <laughs> so withers uh said he didn't write this tune about a particular person at all he said he was inspired while working as a mechanic making airplane parts being used by the by yeah. the machine yeah which i think is cool like i love that idea we always think songs are about love right and just sometimes they aren't is it because it's just easy to say that? What? Is it just easy? Like, oh, yeah, it's a love song. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I also think we, like, our, our culture and probably the culture of, like, humans in general, this isn't even, like, an anti-American thing. We're, like, way too into love. Maybe, yeah. Yeah. Like, it, listen, I'm in love. I, like, you're in love. It, it's great. And and it's a really special thing. But it, I don't know, like, that it, it needs to be the focus of every piece of art ever. Right, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, I love that. I love it. I love being used by the machine. Yeah, right yeah. How are you being? How are you being used right now by the machine? By the machine? Yeah. Um, what's? I don't what? know. It's like maybe like gas vehicles. Yeah, like that was a kind of a big one because uh, now there's like a bunch of electric ones. But now it's like they're like, oh, don't charge your car because it might bust the power grid. Right. Or, <laughs> oh, is that what's going on? Well, I don't know if it's a direct correlation, but it, it, it is funny. They're like, oh, everyone buy electric car, which I, I mm. want to get electric car. My next car probably be electric. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, everyone needs to reduce their electricity years because the grid isn't powerful enough. <laughs> I hope this is my last car. I know. I, um, yeah, I would love this car yeah. to last for a while. Like, I, Well, I want it to last a long time. And by the time, like, I hope, hopefully, like, I can just, like, uh, be driven around oh, yeah. when, you know, when we get, like, the thousands of Patreon I know. subscribers. I know. I'm going to have a butler. <laughs> You'll have a butler. <laughs> for robot butler. Yeah, exactly. I'm going to hire Bill Withers to yeah. sing. I think he died, actually, sadly, like, not too long ago. Is, I think it's, um, isn't this, I could be wrong. Isn't this the tragic story where didn't he, wasn't he killed by his dad? No, you're thinking of Marvin Gaye. Marvin Gaye. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. right. Which that is really sad. No, Bill yeah. Withers like lived to be pretty old. Okay, cool. Um, I think a lot of people want that song, his song Damn, Lean On Me crazy, to be Marvin the national Gaye, anthem. Right. That would be sick. Yeah. If you could pick another national anthem. Man, that would be a would really be? good one. It would be cool. It would be cool. Yeah. If, oh, that's a great question. If yeah. you could read, if you could pick a song to be, I mean, the I have to. Anthem. Let's just do it right now. Let's, go, let's get off the rails with this podcast. Yeah. What'd you pick? <sighs> I'd probably pick "Run to the Hills" by Iron Maiden. Right. I feel like that's the a national anthem should be about like 
killing the Indians and taking over. It's like yeah, good point, good point. I was thinking maybe like one some Jimi Hendrix song. Oh, but I can't think cool. of the name. I can't think of the name, but that, there's one that like Voodoo Child. Maybe yeah, yeah I think maybe that. Hey Joe. Like, yeah, <laughs> Voodoo Child might be cool. Oh yeah, it's as just like, like a, as a national anthem. A crazy fucking riff should be one. And I love Sweet that. Sweet Child of Mine. I love that lyric where he's like, "I chopped the mountain down, yeah, put the yeah. side of." I love that. Like, like it's just like it's so <laughs> very American. We got to make all these highways. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I feel like I'm being used by. Yeah, is like road systems. Yeah, man, it's just construction. Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I'm into it's, that. It's been killing me this summer. It's been using me up, man. I know. Get me in a room of high-class construction workers. And they treat me act, bad. Treat me, treat me rude. <laughs> right. While they're just fucking vaping in front of my house. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, so how, how come this acoustic guitar is cool? He's he's Because we always make jokes about um, people who just fram on acoustic yeah. guitar. And this motherfucker is framming. I know. It's the most fram, fram-tastic. But it's so good. Fram dresser. I know. <laughs> It's so good. It's framed. It's like he's just like chopping away at yeah. it. It sounds like not f- like full. It no, just sounds, it sounds like shit. I know, but, but it's, it's so perfect. good. It's perfect. And maybe that's why it sounds like a piece of percussion. Yeah. If it was a big, beautiful guitar, the song would not be the same. Mm-hmm. The song would not be the same. Yeah. So this is like going to be the longest part of the podcast, but I've been most excited to talk to you about it. The, the harmonic structure, right? We have two chords. Right. We have an E minor seven. Yep. Um. Or maybe just E minor, mm-hmm. and then we have an A seven okay. dominant seven. Cool. That's it. So, wh- Which like, is very harmonic minor of them. Yeah. Why is why are dominant chords so useful? Because I feel like, and why, also, why do they suck? Got you. Dominant <laughs> chords are useful because they go somewhere. Yeah, they go somewhere. Dominant chords suck because they go somewhere. <laughs> is that what? <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> I feel like because it's a dominant chord, right? And he's not really like leaning into it, yeah. Being used to like show off the fifth or whatever, right? Then like it doesn't have a lot of harmonic information, right? Even though it has the most, right? And that way it works better as like a framing percussion thing, right? And that's also how you get that weird little, I don't, I don't know how to describe this, um, that weird sound in the riff, yeah. It's like that's the the major third, right? In that dominant right. thing. Oh, oh, exactly going up against going, the minor exactly chord. it's moving it works so well i know but it also it, but whenever i hear a dominant chord by itself i'm like that's the shittiest I fucking know. thing i've ever heard i know because it has to yeah. go somewhere and that's why it's useful because you have this concept called secondary dominance right where you can make a song feel like it goes to a million places even right. by not really changing that much about it you're just throwing fucking dominant chords exactly. everywhere um and that always really works mm-hmm. big time disney Oh, songwriting move huge yeah. in like theater and yeah. all that stuff because it's the most useful thing but by itself it's such garbage like yeah and it's funny when you bring up Jimi hendrix because i feel like he would just play that rock dominant chord a lot yeah and with it's just nine like, yeah. yeah and it's just like not that cool i know maybe it's not cool because school of rock yeah maybe yeah. <laughs> maybe maybe how would you teach um like the idea of a dominant chord is it sets up the next chord right right so what are some things that you can think of in life that kind of suck on their own, but help make everything better. Wow. I know. Hold on. (laughs) 
This wow. Is, this is what happens when you're two podcasts and gets gets that level. Things that suck on their own. But are so useful. But are so useful. Yeah. Dude, great question. What are the what are the dominant chords of like of life? life? Yeah. Maybe like an alarm clock. Mm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Or just maybe the idea of time and time general. in general, because it, it it by itself it's kind of annoying. Yeah, but it ha- does help organize things. Yeah, that's a that's yeah. a hard question. Yeah, <laughs> to really get into this. One. Yeah, listeners, if you're out there, let us know what the dominant chords of life of, are. Yeah, I feel like um, your diet. No, because dieting can be fun. Like the food you eat can be delicious. Right. Where as a dominant chord, I'm it never like oh, on its own. What a lush sound. Oh man, yeah, I gotta think. Our dominant chords kind of sneaky cool because they actually have a tritone in them. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. that third and seventh is mm-hmm. a tritone, right? Mm-hmm. Tritones are sick. Which is why by themselves, there it, there's like an unsettling feeling yeah, yeah. that it needs to go. I mean, sometimes ending a song on a dominant chord can be cool because oh, yeah, it's for like, sure, for it's sure. a very like, I think Beatles songs like that. Honestly, yeah. dominant, I mean, if you listen to Beatles songs, they are amazing at using dominant chords. Yeah, and it, Amazing you, at it. It used to be such it used to be such a big part of a song yeah was you would have the the five is always a dominant but you would use like four dominant a lot as Mm -hmm. like movement you don't really hear dominant chords in music anymore what's going on no you don't do we even have harmony (laughs) yeah it's a good Uh, yeah you're right no i like why don't you hear it ever anymore it's just evaporated you do hear it I just think there's just so much other shit going on that it just goes over your head. Like you'll hear it in like Bruno Mars songs, okay, okay, that kind of like that yeah, kind of yeah. music. You'll hear it in that type of stuff, you know. But it, but I'm too focused on the 97 vocal track. Exactly. Or I think they're 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 in there. I just <laughs> yeah. think they just get glossed over. Do you think we'll ever go back to music that's like as simple as this, harmonically and even in terms of like arrangement? Not with this instrument not with these instruments like i think you'll always have like the piano ballad yeah and stuff but i think the day of like clav and acoustic guitar might be yeah clav is done yeah yeah, maybe a guitar might be done too yeah Yeah. unless it's for aesthetic purposes i think about this a lot too like because you're Mm -hmm. talking about how we'll always have the piano ballad yeah it's because people want to hear piano ballads right it's like the same with guitar. Maybe we'll always have the guy framing on the acoustics. Like the John Mayerish yeah, type yeah. song or the Ed Sheeran type song. Just because that's like an aesthetic. You're right. Even though it's not necessarily what people are doing, the Ed Sheeran type. Ed Sheeran's tight though. So is John no, I'm Mayer. Saying, yeah, Honestly, no, I like, no, like, like, like that. Yeah. That's That style of acoustic yeah, yeah. guitar is really cool. It like, used to be everywhere, man. It remember, used to be everywhere. Remember when we were young and like Grey's Anatomy first started? It was like, yep. oh, that was, never watched the show, but I know they're familiar with their music. I didn't even know it was a damn book. It's a book. <laughs> There's a book called Grey's Anatomy, but it's, I, don't, I think it's like a. It's not. It's, a, it's not about the. Show. The picture of Dorian yeah, Gray's yeah, it's Anatomy. Not, it's like you know. <laughs> I think Grey's Anatomy is completely separate. What's your uh, so? What's, what's this? This is a fun podcast. Still, Bill. What's Grey's your Anatomy. What MVP of the song? Right here? Oh man. You know what? I think because I, I'm back to back podcast. I think I want to go. I want to go kick drum and bass. Because I don't, I, I think if they're not laying down yeah. the foundation, that all the other fun stuff doesn't really happen. Yeah, I think so too. You know? and, and it's a, it's a, it's a relentless drum track right. that's also very chill. It's yeah. not just like listen to me play, exactly. But it is a dude is playing. Yeah, <laughs> do you know Neil Peart? <laughs> oh, dude, I just watched the Freaks and Geeks episode where the dude has like the 19 piece drum set and he like is listening to Rush and like he's it's like. 
he, he does like the dry ice. Yeah, like, yeah. And he, you see him jamming out and you're like, oh, he's really good. And then it's like the point of view of his dad coming downstairs and you just like hear how shitty he sounds. I was like, oh my God, I died. Uh, <laughs> man, something's hit too close to home. Uh, yeah, my, my MVP is Bill. My yeah, yeah. Like that yeah, vocal course, is just, course, just yeah. too fire. Um, thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this podcast. Please spread the word. Tell your friends. We got some great episodes coming for you this season. I think this is season six. Um, we have a Patreon and Instagram. I'll put a link to that in the show notes. The Patreon's really cool. We have a few different tiers. Very affordable. Um, if you are self-employed uh, or have your own business and it's very useful for you to learn about music, then it can be a tax write off too. Exactly. Right? exactly. That's what we are. Make a shell company. We'll be a money-washing scheme. Yeah, Let our go. Patreon be a money-washing scheme for your MLM. Exactly. <laughs> Thanks so much, y'all, for listening to this. You'd wish that you were in my shoes.